What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? Hello, everyone. Welcome to What If Humans Laid Eggs, episode number two. I'm Tim. I'm Sam. And I'm Jack. And we are all super excited to be back in the studio, aka <laughs> yeah. our little rooms. Our super high-tech <laughs> recording studio. Yeah. Um, how's your week been, boys? Anything crazy happened? Tell me the craziest thing that happened in the week. Oh, my God. Um, I've done two pub quizzes. My God. I haven't actually done a single pub quiz yet. You should have joined our one. I should have, but I didn't. Well, that's well, just incredibly useless of you. Though. Yeah, that's all. You've only got you yourself did. to blame. <laughs> I've got the thing is, I, I, there's just a lot of calls, a lot of calls. Yeah, I more than I'm used it, to. Yeah, so like, there's always like a quiz. There's always some something I'm missing, and I'm I have to like pick my battles because I only want to sit and chat on phones for so long every day, and I do it all day at work as well. So it's kind of like, don't know. But a, a good pub quiz really distracts you from the sort of the world just falling to shit. Yeah. That's a good point. I yeah, probably should. True. I have done some quizzes, but not like proper pub quiz where everyone's on call getting drunk. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't drink last time because I drank quite heavily for the one before that, which was like two days before. <laughs> and, you know, you've got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's got to be a level kept. <laughs> well, yeah. it's a, How, a how's your uh, quarantine drinking going? Me um, or Tim? Both, well, both of you. Oh, bloody hell. Go on, Jack, Tim. you go. Well, <laughs> I, to be honest, I haven't really drunk very much other than we had a house night where um, we had Mexican food and margaritas because the person who was cooking the food was supposed to be going to Mexico before that got ronered to hell um <laughs> so we were like oh we we'll just do it here and we and i think we all thought it was going to be like a very casual kind of like just have a few drinks um and some nice food and it ended up with us putting a bike light on the strobe setting in our lamp in our living room and dancing and getting horrendously drunk until four in the morning. <laughs> that sounds so, like uni. That was yeah, basically what <laughs> it was a serious throwback. And yeah, That's we sick. we um we were all incredibly unwell for all of the next day and I think some of Monday as well after it. So Eef. it was it was a big one. It was a big one. You gotta do what you gotta do to get by. That sounds like a lot of fun. No, it was it was actually the the most enjoyable thing I think I've done in lockdown so far. <laughs> so the good news, you can do it again. Yeah. All you need is alcohol. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not like I've got very much else going on, really, is it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do you guys remember that um, that night at uni where Will invited us to a a cocktail night, and rather than we all make cocktails and drink them, we're basically just watching him make cocktails and then him drinking them and then getting a tuxedo on and just proceeding to get very messy. 
<laughs> I think I did. Was that first year? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to say that was the first year, yeah. Most of the yeah. action took place in your room, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't, I don't remember the ins and outs of it. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> A blow-by-blow account would be hard to produce. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, <laughs> I remember Tuxedo Will and Cocktails. I yeah. think this was the night he, like, sort of fell off your bed like a liquid. Oh, he yeah, I do remember that. He just into, like, this he just just sad himself. mess on the floor. Wasn't that after he decided, after half an hour trying to get Saul to go to Jester's with him, um, he then just <laughs> disappeared into the night for about half an hour and then turned up and was just even more of a mess. And then yeah, he, he, then he liquided off Tim's bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the, that saying, he no, liquided that... in Tim's bed. Yeah, that, that sounds wrong. But it, it just... uh, There's only a few liquids allowed in Tim's bed, and will liquid isn't one of them. <laughs> oh, Tim, keep it clean. It's a family show. <laughs> is this a family show? This is probably the least suitable family show ever. It's on the fence. I think it's a family-friendly show most of the time. On the verge. You guys who are talking about liquid in my bed. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you can hear my flatmates arguing. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody we... said anything, and then the red line on my on my phone just kept going up and down. I'm like, ah. Yeah, can you can you hold your your phone up to your window and then we have like a live podcast insert of your flatmates' arguments? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it it's all Italian, so it's probably nothing. Ah, oh, it's all Italian. You but should learn some Italian. It could be very interesting in Italian. I've got I've got um one word down, which is cazzo. Cazzo, which means which fuck. Means... Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I thought it meant yeah. penis. Oh, no, that's cazzo I... is penis. I think it's one of those like foreign words that that for, those foreign swear words that have just like it's very diverse and has lots yeah. of meanings depending on the context. Yeah, I think it's one of them. It's a chameleon swear word. In, indeed, chameleon I'm, swears. Do you think the British language has chameleon swears? No, we we like to come up with more, ever more <laughs> increasingly <laughs> random ones because so we can't. We decided we can't let one. Words mean two things. I guess sh- shit is quite multiversatile. You can use it in lots of different ways. Yeah. Guys, it can it, be good. It, 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 it can be bad. It's really picking up a lot. <laughs> I could hear it just then. <laughs> like, I, like quite clearly in my headphones. I was like, oh dear. Yeah. Ho- hopefully whilst you were talking, you won't hear it. But <laughs> when, there's a, when there's a lull, it's just going to be the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> they could put that in the description. It'd be like... What if humans yeah. laid eggs with assorted Italian arguing in the background? Yeah, it's probably <laughs> quite Italian translation for the podcast, if anything. Yeah, we'll keep it in. Not oh. that Jack's going to spend the rest of the week editing it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep at least some of it. I'll get bored. Produ- producer Jack, everybody. Producer Round of Jack. applause. Thank you very much for being such a good producer, Jack, and just <sighs> taking constant flack from me and Sam. Yeah, that happens. I don't really know what reward you get from us. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. No, I should, sometimes you don't I even get content. Leave. No, in fact, most of the time, Tim, I'd say I probably don't get content. <laughs> <laughs> At least from you. <laughs> oh, A load of dribble. Rude. What if humans laid eggs?
Okay, okay. So, um, movies. Don't we all just love movies? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes um, Tim. Yes. <laughs> so I wasn't quite sure what direction to go with this in, in terms of like this topic. But what I decided I would go with would be sort of an eclectic bunch of facts and fun things that I've recently discovered about some movies that I watched okay. recently. Um, and then a bit of a, <laughs> and then a bit of an opinion piece towards the back end. So, oh my, God. Um, my first interesting, first interesting fact is about the film, uh, the Quentin Tarantino film, Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pronounced so like I, that, apparently. Bastards. It, it Bastards. is. I think spell. Was that a mistake yeah. or was that intentional? Oh, oh well. Is this Sam, the first one? Oh, we're going by now. I've, I've stumbled upon something here. So, um, I believe that the reason it's called Inglorious Bastards is that there was an old war film called Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Spelt correctly. Uh. And um, Quentin Tarantino wanted to name it Inglorious Bastards because... It has, that's, well, that's like a group that are in the film, the bastards. So he yeah. needed it to be there. But he knew that if you name two films the same name, A, I don't know if you're even allowed to do it, but like, that's just going to get confusing. It just gets tricky. Yeah. Unless so it's like he a just remake. misspelt it. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a remake. So he was like, well, I'll just misspell it. Mm. And, uh, and it worked. <laughs> so everyone, <laughs> works everyone now knows it. Um, so that, that, everyone, fact number one. Fact number one, maybe. The first. The second one. Jack, can you put a little ping, like, (laughs) sound in there, in post? I'll I'll dig up the hawk sound that I got for (laughs) us to beep out swears for AV Zach and just put that in so you just get hawk screeches midway through. (laughs) Okay, so that's number one. Number two um, is, you know, the character in Inglorious Bastards. Hans Lander, so the SS officer, who's yeah. played by Christopher Waltz. Yeah, that's right. And he's got this like incredible character of being like really intelligent, but really evil, but also not really necessarily evil because of what happens in the film where he tries to sort of end up ending the war early. So yeah. he's just this really like hyper intelligent and very interesting character. And when Quentin Tarantino wrote it, he was actually concerned that he would not be able to make the film because he couldn't find an actor to play the part. And then he found Christoph Waltz and he knew instantly, he was like, this is the person to play the film, to this play that character. And then he went on and won. Sociopath. He won like so many awards for it. He won, a, I think, a BAFTA and then another film award and another one. Did he, like win the the Oscar? Did he win an Oscar? I think he won an Oscar, probably. Yeah. I, I should know that, but he won a bunch of awards for it. It's really weird seeing Christoph Waltz in Inglourious Bastards and the character he plays, and then seeing like a total change in direction to the character in, in Django. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's, that's what we call range. <laughs> Dynamic call range. range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the range of Christoph Waltz. Um, Where has he been? Didn't he play like a Bond villain? 
Yeah, he did. In um, whichever one was the one, Spectre, was it? Is that... That wasn't the last one, was it? I think that was... Uh, did they release... Have they released No Time to Die yet? No, I think it was no. official. It was the actual last one as we stand at the moment. I don't I think... Can't, yeah. They I can't put, really remember anything about it, though. No, I didn't actually see Spectre. I think I fell asleep during it, to be honest. I think someone put it on and I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave up with the James Bonds after... Uh, which one was it? Not Skyfall. Yeah, I think Skyfall. Skyfall was good. They're all the same. They, they are. are. And not enough people are willing to willing to point this out. They are all the same. There are oh, enough yeah. brave people out there prepared I, to say I've it seen it every Bond film, and to be honest with you, I've got no idea what happens in most of them. No, like, yeah. This all just like, I could tell you like gen- general formulas, but then if you're like, oh, which Bond film did this specific thing happen in? I would either not know which Bond films you're talking about, or I'd just be like, it could have been any of about eight different Bond films. So Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you pick out one classic James Bond film uh, thing and it, it would have happened in all of them. Yeah. But it, so, it's it's fun seeing the like the breakdown of like each James Bond film to see how many people he killed, uh, martinis he drank, and women he slept with. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's those are the three things that happen, and yeah, it's really cool. So another fun fact. So that was that's number two we we got to. Um, okay. This is number three. It's right. Actually, about. James Bond. Oh in, my god! In, what a segue! Wow. <laughs> Crazy! In James Bond. Uh, yeah, absolutely unplanned, as in off script. But James Bond, Quantum of Solace. Um, yeah. You know the really famous scene where he's walking out the sea in his shorts? Oh yeah, the classic. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Hotbody, whatever yeah. his name is. Uh, the actor? Who's that actor? Daniel Craig. Daniel yeah. Craig. Is the one. Um, Apparently, the only reason he did that is he was meant to be swimming and then he swam into like a sand pit or like a sand pit where the water was actually really shallow. So he was forced to stand up and walk back to shore. <laughs> oh, <really>? Like it was <laughs> completely unplanned. And, um, and then it became like a really good shot. So they yeah. used it. Oh, fair. So there we go. That's another fun fact. Fun, fun fact. fact the third. Number three. <laughs> and I think I'm going to end with potentially my strongest one. So, right. what do you think of when I say the word swamp? Shrek. Shrek, yeah. Shrek, look at that. Yeah, Shrek. Shrek. The, all day. DreamWorks did such an incredible job with Get Shrek. Get out they, my swamp. They, they basically, yeah, they reinvented the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's it so in vogue now. It. They made it fashionable <laughs> again. <laughs> um, and when did the first Shrek film come out? Give me that. I want to say like 2001 or 2099 I'm going to say 2001 that is dead on Jack 2001 yeah smashed it so in 2001 Shrek came out but did you both know that before Shrek in 2001 it was actually a humorous children's book published in 1990 by a cartoonist called William Steig Oh, what, I had is, no idea. Is it the exact yeah. same thing with like Shrek being an ogre and Donkey the so, Talking Donkey? Or? 
if I'm honest, the quality looks a bit low. It looks pretty bad. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's Shrek with a, an exclamation mark at the end, which I always think quite Shrek! funny. <laughs> like, yeah, the actual name has a proper exclamation mark. So it's not like Shrek. It's like Shrek! <laughs> Um, and it's it's kind of like it doesn't have quite the same story really um, but yeah. it follows roughly the same path he's a green-skinned fire-breathing and indestructible monster <laughs> oh, <there you laughs> who go. causes misery and repulsiveness and um, basically in this one he gets kicked out from his parents house because he comes of age in their swamp so he gets kicked out of their swamp and then <laughs> he has to he go finds, find his own swamp he finds a witch who, in exchange for his rare specimens of lice, reads his fortune and tells him that he'll meet a donkey who will take him to a castle and he'll marry a princess even uglier than him. And oh my that's, God. that's basically what happens. So it was, basically, basically, it was just the prequel to the Shrek films? There is a prequel. Oh <laughs> no, it's, unfortunately, it's just the first, the first film. Yeah, but it's basically the prequel. It just yeah. came first. Because if you think of the... It's the, the Young the, Shrek. Yeah, it's Young <laughs> Shrek. They should have, they should rename it Young Shrek, but like the rapper Young without the O. <laughs> so it's just Young Shrek. <laughs> so there we go. Fun fact number four about films. Yeah. Ding. Well, that, that's all I've got, go. really. Yeah, nice work. Yeah, four good. things was... you didn't know about films some, that you yeah, do. Some good facts I, there. Yeah, I don't think I knew any of those. Hmm. And no, now we'll have to get ourselves a copy of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> of Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Good old Shrek. Good old Shrek. I actually gave Shrek a watch not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, does it like hold up? Probably a couple of couple of weeks back. It bloody holds up. It's so it does good. hold up. In fact, yeah, the, all, the all first and the Shrek and, and the Shrek and the second Shrek hold up well. <laughs> the Shrek and the Shrek and the Shrek and What if humans laid eggs? Okay, so what's next? So I, I'm going to go next with my sports. Uh, almost said round, but it's not. Is it? it's, a, it's a segment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I guess that what is quickly becoming tradition with this show is little to no research. <laughs> um, I watched so I, I, a very yeah. extensive clip of all the goals, Sam. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So well, no. I mean, I sort of to sort of rack my brain to think if I can come up with something that I don't need to Google. And mm-hmm. something I just want to talk about is, like, American <laughs> sports. Right? Um, because American sports fascinate me because they're all so weird. They're all really, like, unique <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah. But, like, kind of similar, like, you know, baseball's a bit like cricket. American football's like rugby. But there's one sport that I think is so totally unique, <laughs> but I think, I think is like should be, should be the uh, the global sport because it's so incredible, and that is of course ice hockey. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. 
no, but I mean, there's something about ice hockey that it's such a mix of lots of other different sports to combine something like no other. Because it's, it's figure skating, all right? It's, it's a bit like golf. It which, is a bit like golf, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a sense, yeah. yeah. It, it's also kind of like football, because, you know, the way they pass and they move around, it's quite like that. Yeah. It's a bit like American football, because it's like full contact. And it's also yeah. like boxing. Yeah. Because... Yeah, it, inevitably. <laughs> yeah, it's the only sport that allows just full-on fighting. And then, <laughs> like, the refs become like boxing refs. And they let yeah. the guys fight. And also the commentators will talk about these NHL players like their boxers and start talking about their <laughs> fighting stats and their like weight and height. <laughs> and it, it, do they really? I do love yeah. this. I love how it just fully that. like degenerates into just an allowed fist fight in the middle of the game. It's just so mad. It's the best. Because there are so many other sports where you'd be watching and thinking like, oh, that guy needs to get his head kicked in. And it just doesn't happen. <laughs> but in ice oh, hockey, it time. does. <laughs> and it's almost encouraged. It's incredible. Obligatory um, head kicking in. But yeah, I mean, ice hockey is like the most violent sport, like violent, like mainstream sport. Like the injuries you can potentially suffer in ice hockey are like pretty horrific. I think there's this one yeah. guy that like got a skate to the neck and he just started oh. like bleeding out onto the ice and oh, then he got up and like skated God. away. They They are made of like, just, they're just made of nails. They are. A bag of nails, those players. Yeah, they, they are just, mad. They run around with, like, tiny knives on their feet. Yeah. And then get into fist fights when they're not, like, tackling each other with bats. It is incredibly violent. Yeah. <laughs> and they hit, they hit these pucks, these little, like, solid rubber discs. And they, they, they hit them about, like, 100 miles an hour. And they, really? they don't wear any like facial protection. They have like <laughs> this flimsy little helmet and then like a bit of plastic that goes around their eyes. Like the nose and teeth and jaw are all totally exposed. Just totally so, fair game, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's not uncommon to watch a hockey game and just see guys picking their teeth up off the ice. Oh my god. After oh. just taking this thing to the face. They don't um, wear gum shields. I yeah, I they, they never... do, but I mean Yeah, that it's know. not gonna help really that kind of speed oh, not really <laughs> no, I had not appreciated actually bullet. yeah this all makes sense now you talk about it but I hadn't appreciated just how mad a sport it is actually yeah it's so it's so <laughs> how is it allowed a mainstream sport <laughs> yeah I know you'd have thought this would only happen in like in like places like like I don't know Estonia yeah 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 but for it to be like a, uh, no shit on Estonia I'm sure they have a you know a great thriving culture and sports scene but for this to be like a sport that's played in you know like america and canada and a lot of other places it just it doesn't seem like in in keeping with you know keeping sports people safer <laughs> yeah um, no it, you know, it doesn't it doesn't i i do think it's a crazy game and i actually once almost went to watch an ice hockey game my friend was I think it was at uni actually, and it was there. We had an ice hockey team. I think. Oh yeah, the the Southampton Spitfires. Yeah, and I someone <laughs> I knew was in yeah. them, and I think I was meant to go see the game, Spitfires. but I just didn't bother in the end. Ah, oh. I really wish sure. I had now. 
I'm pretty sure there's a team in um, Oxford that plays in the UK lean, league. There probably is. There's yeah. probably everything in Oxford. You should, uh, next time we all come to Oxford, we'll go and watch the Elite Ice Hockey League. Can we Here also we go. go punting? I really want to go punting with a couple of legends. We can also go punting, yeah. Wait, what's punting? Uh, what's you, punting? It's where you like go on the on the flimsy <laughs> little boat thing. And then... And you've got um, a big pole. You've got a big pole, pole and you just push river. yourself along. Um, like a gondola. Yeah, yeah but you're the driver. <laughs> and, it's in, and it's in England. <laughs> and it is, it is really, really slow. I had not quite anticipated this when I first went. And you just it takes about an hour to do a mile. It's, <laughs> there are people overtaking yeah. you walking. Oh, but that's, that sounds lovely. It, it is, is really nice. Manual. If you get a nice day for it, it is bloody lovely, actually. We can, we can do that after we've seen the ice hockey game, just to sort of, yeah. like, relax a bit. They Although, are, like, polar opposites, like, on a, like, sunny barge <laughs> going at five miles an hour with your pals <laughs> yeah. against, like, watching Have, people literally watching people, fight. Yeah, just punch <laughs> each other. Yeah, it, it turns out that the elite ice hockey league doesn't have an Oxford team in uh, I thought it did. I, I'm going to a uh, school with. I think plays in that league. I know. Yeah, I know a guy that I went to school with oh. plays professional ice hockey, but in the UK, which is still impressive. But compared to like the NHL, it's basically Sunday league. Yeah. <laughs> which is a weird I, thing. Like, what? Why are Why are some countries just better at sports than others? I guess it's all about how much you play as a kid, right? Yeah. So if it's really popular, like football in the UK, everyone plays it. So everyone gets a chance to try it and see if they like it. Mm. But you don't get that with ice yeah. hockey in the UK, at least. I've discovered... But in sorry, going back Canada, to which... me trying to work out where the Oxford uh, team is. They play in the National Ice Hockey League, which I'm guessing is one below the Elite Ice Hockey League. And they play in South 1, Division 1 South, so the second tier. And oh they God. are, what, what are they called? I want to find what they're called. The Oxford City Stars. That's actually slightly, I hope they'd be slightly more exciting than that. I, that sounds like a risky ice hockey game to go see. It's going to be really like... Back alley. <laughs> like the ice rink is basically just like a big tarpaulin that they pour like vegetable oil on. Yeah. Some of them are ice trainers, some of them aren't. <laughs> yeah, like uh, ice skates are just like knives on the edge of trainers. Yeah. Some guys are just there with like golf clubs and not even what he's doing. I have actually um, seen the rink. It is a legit ice rink, but. Oh, okay. I, 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 can't, really I can't say anything of the standard of the hockey that gets played in there. It's probably well, still pretty good. I'm definitely probably. up seeing some. When when sporting events are going again. Yeah. I think ice hockey. Yeah. I think when maybe we should, when the sporting events return, <clears throat> we should find some really obscure ones and just like do regular updates on like random leagues that nobody knows about. Yeah, and like wherever the weather, but for sports. Exactly. Be like, this Go back to the old radio show there. Yeah. <laughs> for, for anybody. For any of our former listeners. Not that yeah. we had many. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, the majority of the listener base is sat right here on this podcast. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is sadly true. Do you know what else? The final thing I think about ice hockey is that yeah. what's odd is that in Canada and on like Reddit, I see a lot of like, really wholesome things where there'll be like a little kid with a sign up who's like, you're my favourite player. And the players always seem to like go throw them the puck after a game. So it seems like there's such a like, it's, it, you see like really family friendly bits of it, but then it's also got the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's this weird. Yeah. It's just, there yeah. must be a wholesome end of it, I suppose. I think so. I mean, even when to be fair, wholesome one of the aspects. It it's it like ice hockey in Canada is a bit like football here. It's it's like this is the only sport to even consider playing like seriously for most sort of Canadians. Yeah. Um, mm. But like, yeah, no, hockey can be wholesome. I, there there are these really funny videos online. Um, every now and then. And there's another sport that I don't, another thing that I don't think other sports do is that they actually like, in certain games, they will put microphones on the players to just pick up the funny shit that they say to each other. <laughs> and it's, it's really, really amusing. <laughs> even, when, even when they fight, they're always like, oh yeah, good fight, buddy, good fight. Even if they just <laughs> spent the, you know, five minutes kicking the shit out of each other, it's still quite... What if humans laid eggs? Segment number three. Right, so it's uh, up to me this week to provide a question for us to debate. And to be honest, this is what this this is what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I can't work out if this is a brilliant question or a terrible one, so I'm just going to ask it anyway. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, my question is: What would the world be like if we were existing alongside dinosaurs? Still. Oh, interesting. Any, any like boundaries that we need to know of in this yeah. question? This is, this is a boundaryless question. <laughs> boundaryless question. <laughs> All right. So I, I think just... then that means we set our own boundaries. Yeah, basically. Like, I'm leaving nothing off limits with this question. So I if, think... If you want a velociraptor flying an airplane, then so be it. <laughs> oh wait hang on i've got a question actually okay so have they evolved are they are they literally the dinosaurs that we think of millions of years ago or, or are they somehow evolved into sort of a semi-intelligent species yeah i was thinking about this um i think maybe what would be most fun is if you had so you have obviously the humans and we're like the top intelligent species but would we planet. be humans if because dinosaurs would have just kept killing us yeah so this is this is the point okay so okay. this is probably the only clarifying factor is like okay. obviously we have to ignore the fact that mammals and humans and stuff only came about because all the dinosaurs died imagine if i don't know maybe if that part of the timeline <laughs> ignore that is, really fundamentally that, yeah no, it just imagine that the, the, beginning. the timeline was actually how it has actually been and then at some point, maybe in the last few hundred years, where they just wouldn't have all immediately killed us all, dinosaurs are just back again. And now we have dinosaurs. Oh, so they're just, they're just like Jurassic Park style, they're just back now. They're just was, straight, straight back. I was maybe... just about to say, it's just Jurassic Park. It's, it's... <laughs> 
Yeah, I, but like, I, yeah. you get it beyond you get beyond Jurassic Park because at least there they're all contained on the island. Yeah, yeah. Whereas so we're talking about they're just chilling. I mean, there could be maybe there would be one dinosaur species that would have raised like got higher sentience levels. So it's kind of like on a par with humans, maybe, of the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I... Do want to try to answer this seriously? <laughs> I, I, I think, right, all the docile ones, like the, uh, like the stegosaurus... Do- docile? Do you mean docile? Docile, <laughs> docile. What, you, 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 docile. you knew exactly what I meant. There was no need to do that. I thought, I thought you just uh, miss said fossil <laughs> there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say docile. Sorry, Dossel's Sam, carry on. I think feel like you're actually about to make a point. I was about to so, make a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you say. <laughs> all all the, the cute and cuddly ones that okay. don't have any interest in the killing The fluffy us. boys. Yeah. The fluffy boys, the nice ones, the ones that just eat trees and just yeah. sort of stroll around in giant fields. Just the best of the dinosaurs. I think, yeah, I think those ones we would just sort of keep. Like, they would just be happy in the wild the same way, mm. like, elephants are. I think Whereas, you're being like, too positive. Um, I don't know. I mean, they are pretty massive, though. That's the only problem. But I think, I think humans would, like, farm them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, there would be some pretty sketchy stuff happening. There would be, like, weird zoos and, like... Yeah. The Joe Exotic of dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, <think> God. For <laughs> the most... He's just there, like, part. cuddling a load of raptors. Oh, yeah, that would definitely happen. There's no argument there. Yeah. I think, yeah, for the most part, there, there would be a, a decent population of, of some of them left mm. just knocking around. But I think yeah. the really... like, I think we would, like, cull a lot of the dangerous ones and turn them into really expensive leather jackets... <laughs> I think you're probably right. Like humans, if given the chance to do it again, we would just instantly use them for their resources and then accidentally make a lot of the dinosaurs extinct. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think there would be some really, really interesting, like, it, like impacts on the economy. Imagine, like, there'd be like all the jobs in the world would be different. You couldn't just fly yeah. a, a plane. You could just go be a pilot because there's velociraptors that might just attack your plane. So you'd need to, like... You probably couldn't fly, or you could, but you'd have to have, like, guns on your yeah. ship. You're, like, then, like, your, yeah, you're It'd be really expensive. Plane. Oh, yeah, and think what about... about so I think we'd be, like, a way more primitive form of society because yeah. they would stop us from advancing. Yeah. Or perhaps, or perhaps we'd be more advanced because, picture this: like, would you really want to live out in the countryside if there was like even an outside chance that a T Rex is going to kick down your front door? And you <laughs> you'd, you'd, probably, you'd probably want to live in a city where you're safe. You're gonna, yeah, it's uh, true. You wouldn't get out of nowhere. <laughs> no, that would be really just unnerving the country bumpkin life has lost its appeal (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like go out collect just like go out for a walk and be eaten by a velociraptor midway through (laughs) (laughs) these are very real concerns yeah yeah these are very serious well i suppose like um in places like india or something where there's like actual tigers running around then that's like still a possibility like you don't go out for a walk by yourself in case you get eaten by something I still think tigers are pretty 
I don't know, sort of timid. I think compared to some of the dinosaurs, tigers are very timid. Yeah, okay, right. also, compared to a dinosaur. I don't know, because <laughs> the dinosaurs... Tigers are kitty cat. Dinosaurs, they eat... They roamed the world when there was so much, like, vegetation and stuff mm. for them to eat. But I think if you introduce them a uh, hundred years ago from now, yeah, then there would still be lots of vegetation. But again, like we wouldn't be able to cut it all down and make like industrial farming. We wouldn't we wouldn't be able to grow into a society because mm. we would need to leave left the forest for them to eat, or they would have killed us because they were eating the forest and we tried to chop them down. Yeah, then surely, like I mean. This is just like classic human behavior, but wouldn't we just like kill the dinosaurs that yeah, came for us when we tried to yeah, like cut down their forest? Oh <laughs> uh, shit! This is what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs are just it got, animals. It got too real. It got too real. Uh, Do you think that at some point we would have been able to domesticate, like, not domesticate, but you know? What the pterodactyls? Pterodactyls. Yeah. The, the, the flying, flying ones. Flying ones. Yeah. Do you reckon there's any chance that people would have, like, learned how to like ride them? <laughs> oh, I hope so. I mean, I when really I hope so. when I thought of this question, the first thing that came into my head was that instead of horses, people would ride triceratops. <laughs> that was immediately where I went to. I was like, I've got visions of just like medieval battles happening on Triceratops <laughs> instead of horses. <laughs> and that that is also a good point. Think about the battles in the war. Yeah. That would be exactly. crazy. If you weaponized like a T-Rex, mm. be mental. That'd be ridiculous. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even bother fighting. Why would you bother? They've got a T Rex. Yeah. And well, they might have T Rexes. That the yeah, T Rex is the equivalent. Of mutually the assured T Rexes are required. <laughs> <laughs> just airdrop a bunch of T Rexes behind enemy lines. Just just, I'm just powered. picturing a load of T Rexes with massive parachutes now, just like <laughs> floating down into like a city or something. Oh God. I think, yeah. yeah, but there probably would be also some smaller dinosaurs that get domesticated. Yeah. Like, dogs would probably be out of fashion and be replaced by some sort of cute little, <laughs> I don't know, two-legged fluffy bird dinosaur <laughs> that just eat leaves. Maybe. <laughs> I, th- I think I mean, so. I think, yeah, you'd have a lot of, you'd have a lot of, like, working dinosaurs. They'd have, like, Oh, yeah, dinosaur. yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Do you know what, actually? I don't think people would fish very much. No. Yeah, having just <laughs> thought about some of the size of them. In the I think fishing like, wouldn't be fun. Whale-sized yeah. creatures with teeth. You'd be like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I'd leave that. <laughs> you wouldn't even want to go out in like a medium to small boat. Cause you'd be like, I can no, still be eating here. And you to... really wouldn't. It's oil tanker or nothing. Battleship or nothing. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> but God, yeah. And imagine the stuff that would wash up on shore when it naturally dies. That would it'd be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that's a good point. I I think there'll be many things that happen now that would just just down to the risk factor would just stop happening. People just wouldn't <laughs> deem it worth it. Do you think that it would jeopardize 
the human, it, like, would it make human beings extinct? Do you think it would lead eventually to there being no humans? Mm, no. Um, well, I, I think, think if they just like, the obvious one, if they just got out of hand and just ate everybody. But I think humans would push back and just wipe them all out. I mean, but you've I got to if... bear in mind that there are a lot of humans. There yeah. are a lot of humans. Like, there's like yeah. seven billion. And, oh, I suppose yeah. nowhere we, do we specify how many different types of dinosaur there would be, but... Probably not I don't know, them. I think it what is I... definitely a risk, though. It could happen. <clears throat> I think if we'd introduced them, like, if we'd introduced them 100 years ago, we could probably control them. But say, like, I don't know, 500 years ago, I think they would probably have the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tu like Tudor age dra- dinosaurs. Yeah, that would just be a disaster. That would be a disaster. I don't know. I think I think if you hit a dinosaur with a cannon, you'd do a lot of damage still, wouldn't you? Yeah, but a T Rex could could just you could like... take out a T Rex with a cannonball to the face. Definitely. Yeah, but I mean, I you, you've got one cannons. shot. So it takes a while to to load a cannon. Yeah, but they had, I mean charging at you. But they had more than one cannon. Like yeah, five hundred years about ago. It, just like if they did, if they organized and then, like there were like a hundred of them all. I mean, charged, also like, you might get one. Yeah, I mean, with a T Rex, it's basically the same principle as an ATAT in Empire Strikes Back. You just wrap a load <laughs> of rope around its legs, <laughs> yeah. and it's down. It it's got no arms to get back up. It's fine. That is really true. Yeah, we could learn a lot from Star Wars about how to battle the dinosaurs. Yeah, these are the important questions, really. The ACAT. Uh, can can I just um dinosaur <laughs> battle tactics? Can I just uh, suggest the name of this episode should be "We Could Learn a Lot About Star Wars and How to Battle Dinosaurs." <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. can learn a lot from Star Wars about how to battle dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one, Jack. What What do you think? About uh, well, I d- summary. I d- to be honest, yeah. Obviously, my head first went to, I just want to, like. Use a triceratops like a horse. That'd be fun. Because <laughs> think about the power. <laughs> you are like, set on this. I, I rode a camel recently, and that is really big, and you feel like powerful as shit on one of them. Like <laughs> on a camel. If you're yeah, because they're really big. They are really yeah, big. Like they you don't realize right through yeah, you. Yeah, you, and they're you like get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you can tell they're powerful. And then you're like, I in my head like the step up from horse to camel is like the same as camel to triceratops. That's what I've said. <laughs> you're basically riding <laughs> a tank. That's quite right. But you could control it right now. You're in a, you've got a living tank. And the other thing I thought about was like. um I immediately went to, like, farming and how, like, you know, those really big, like a stegosaurus or a big hench one, they'd just be, like, mm. the equivalent of tractors. Although then we'd probably develop tractors anyway. So they'd just be, like... They'd just be, like, really useful for pulling heavy things. Yeah. That's if we can, yeah, figure out how to uh, domesticate yeah. them. I think, I think I went a lot more practical with this question yeah. than you do and then and then as a result I was a lot less oh yeah they would just kill us all <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, do you remember all those pennies you <laughs> stuck into that fucking post in, in uh, 
What was it? Portswood? What's that? Oh, the Gordon Arms. The Gordon Arms, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why. But every but time so I'm in a pennies pub, in there. And I see like a, like a beam that has a lot of like holes in Ridges. it. Ridges. Jam it full of pennies. <laughs> don't ask why. It just has <laughs> to be done. It. I can't tell if you're helping or hindering the structural integrity of the beam. It's probably, probably a combination neither. of both, yeah. They're cancelling <laughs> yeah. each other out. Because you're probably... It's split... not like the building's going to collapse. No, you're probably splitting yeah. it a bit more, but then you're filling it with a, a metal yeah. object, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, like, it's a net yeah. neutral, I think. Yeah, at the end. you're probably not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you can handle yeah. the pennies. I'm sure it'll well, match. Fucking I think it's just an interesting thing, like someone might be drinking there in like 30 years time and they think, ah, I wonder who's stuck that penny in there. And Do you then, know, yeah. I think this is a fascinating point because this is why I love Europe and England. I think more than I'll ever be able to love someone like Australia or America. It's because you can like walk around the country and just, just pop into a pub that's been open for 600 years and you're like... Oh, yeah. Well, of course, the doors are tiny and all the floors yeah. are wobbly because yeah, everyone yeah, was true. fucking yeah. tiny and weird. And there was probably <laughs> someone sitting here like 500 years ago at a table in this spot, drinking mm. a beer, chatting Do you ever? Are you ever like out and about somewhere and you might be like just standing, I don't know, like waiting for a bus or waiting across the road? Have you ever like just wondered in your head like, I wonder on like this exact spot where I'm standing if anyone's like died? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, or just anything. It's like, oh, I wonder what happened, like, here exactly 500 years ago. Like, on this exact spot of ground. Mm. I, know, I, I pr- completely agree. I <clears throat> wish once that I could have the power to click my fingers and see the single, like, the little dot where people have had sex. It's like little glowy dots. And you'd just be able to see... Every every single location in the Just world, the, the firework display of of the two of people places, had sex, right? and yeah. you would see some spots in places, and you could turn it on and off. So, because if you're on like ground level at the uni, then it'd just be awful. But if you were like <laughs> at the top of the Eiffel Tower, and you'd be like, "No, I just turn it on." I reckon you'd see some outrageous spots somewhere. <laughs> you'd be like. How? How did someone have sex there? <laughs> of all the superpowers, that is the most useless yeah. one. <laughs> it is, but I think it would be interesting. It's, it's, it's the mo- one of the most on-brand Tim superpowers, I think I've heard. Just sort of like, quite interesting, <laughs> but also, why? <laughs> I think it would just be educational. I think I used to think about this when I was working in the library at uni, and I was like, I uh, wonder if, like people have had sex in this aisle and i was like well we're in a oh. uni library they probably have and then yeah. i was like i wonder if it's every aisle and then it got me thinking well i wonder if i could just clip my fingers and see exactly where good to know the thought process yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> good to know how you arrived good to good to <laughs> see your workings tim yeah <laughs> sitting on that one for a few years oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that is just an interesting question i wouldn't yeah i mean i would I would say it's pretty likely that somebody's had sex at Hart- in Hartley. Oh, all over Hartley, not just in Hartley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I which, know which, people which, have had which sex. Which floor in do you reckon had the most sex? I reckon fifth. The second. No, not the fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Oh, no, but then the fifth is really is, is quite quiet. So. That's true. Yeah, but on mm. the third, a third floor is just so big. You could you could find some secluded spots in there. 
I think they... we can all agree it'd be every floor at least. <laughs> yeah, we have basically named them all at this point. So. <laughs> Did they ever introduce those sleeping pods? I have no idea. It would have happened after we left, because yeah. they weren't there. They did have those cool, nice, plushy pods, though, in our last year. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I remember those. The big square ones. Yeah. And an Asian person would, like, set up a tent in them. And then you'd be like, well, that's just their house. Yeah, that is their home now. <laughs> I can't sit there. <laughs> right. Good. So, I hope everybody who listens enjoyed... Uh, the second ever episode of What If Humans Laid Eggs, or Willy for short, <laughs> <laughs> as it's now affectionately known. Um, unintentionally. I can't believe that we yeah, did that unintentionally. That, was, that is so great that that is fully unintentional. It's just perfect. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been Jack, so this is goodbye from me. Yeah, I've been... Sam, and this is goodbye from me. Uh, and I've been Tim, and it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did we land on that? I'm keeping that in. Oh, can I just do? Can I just do one more thing? Okay, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do for a podcast is, and if you want to listen to our first episode, you can find us on Apple Music. <laughs> Spotify, or wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Oh, I love it. What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs? What if humans laid eggs?